Yeah, look, the giant chicken's Boba Fett. It is useless to resist. Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. It is it is Thursday night. It's it's almost Thursday, Friday night. I'm sorry, I've got double going on. I had to make sure we were still playing in YouTube. We are. It is Thursday night. This is the first Thursday of the new... Is it the first Thursday of the new year? No, not quite. It's the second Thursday. But it's yeah, the first Thursday second. that we are back. We took, the week, we took a couple of weeks off just to kick back and take a breath and enjoy the holidays. Glad you're with us. Glad you came back tonight. Glad you are here to chat about this uh, this lovely piece of artistic cinematic history. Sure, sounds good. I am your host, David. Welcome, welcome, welcome. With me, as always, is my co-host, Debbie. Debbie, how are you tonight? I'm here. I survived watching that movie. <laughs> and Cam, we can't forget about Cam. Cam, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing okay. Feeling <laughs> under the weather, so I'm not going to be on for the entire night. But uh, I'll be uh, I'll I'll be about a maybe a half hour. But I'm here. I'll do my it, best. <laughs> it, it's that time of year. It is. It is that time of year. Also with us tonight is Mr. Andrew. Andrew, how are you, sir? Doing well. Yep, I uh, I'm alive right now. So you can't. I survived the Ewok movie like Debbie. Yeah, survived the Ewok movie. <laughs> and we got one more to go. We'll see. We're halfway yeah, through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also with us tonight is from Geek News Now is Mr. John Ambrose. John, how are you tonight, sir? Doing great. Doing great. Found out my daughter is a Spider-Man fan, so I'm doing something right in raising her. So we're uh, starting the year. Yeah, but you're kind of a DC guy, though, weren't you? I'm a DC guy, but you Does know. How does that strike you, though? Is your 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 kids are Marvel and you're DC? Is that going to cause tension in the uh, in the household? Well, the way I see it is the cartoons for DC are more geared towards adults. The cartoons for Marvel appeal more to children. So, you know, she she likes Spidey and his amazing friends, and she likes all things Spidey. So, you know what? I don't mind it. Take as it where I can as, get it. As long as she's getting involved. Uh, I'm doing something right, so. Very good. Very good. Well, before we get into this movie tonight, uh, we've, we like I said, we've had two weeks off, and um, a lot of, there's been a lot of stuff happening uh, within the social media universe uh, about this new Star Wars movie that's coming out, this new Ray film. Uh, the director, let me get her name. Shareem Obeyed Chinoy. Charmin, I think. Charmin, yeah. there it is. Yes, you're right. You're great. I'm sitting here looking at it on my other screen. So Charmin Obeyed Chinoy has made some comments and um, about the movie. And, and frankly, the fan universe is not taking it very in my opinion the fan universe is not taking it very well um one of them being uh that this is going to be a feminist movie 
she enjoys making men uncomfortable, uh, things like that. I just kind of want to get you guys take on, I, I'm, I'm sure all of you have been plugged in and seen some of these things. So just, just starting out kind of, what is your, what is your take on all of this? Debbie, we'll start with you. I mean, it's the, the comment you're referring to was the comment that was made eight years ago uh, on a show with, I think it was John Stewart, maybe. Yeah, and, it was a summit with John Stewart. Yeah, a woman's summit. And the making men uncomfortable comment was in regards to her, where she comes from, her country, where they do honor killings and, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. and so her documentary. It's, it's more the, the uh, masculine, not, not masculine. Um, what's, what's the word kids are using these days? The, I, I, I gotcha. The, the, the patriarchal where the man is in charge kind of thing completely <laughs> and yeah and so misogynist misogynist yeah her comment of making men uncomfortable was in regards to how the men are in her country it had nothing to do with star wars well well and, and i actually defended you ambrose today because in one of the groups that that article was posted in some guy was making a comment about you know she, you know this this is all going to be you know regards to Star hey, will blah blah and i was like did you and he posted a link <laughs> to the video and i said did you notice the date on that video because it's from eight years ago and she's talking about honor killings it yeah. had nothing to do with star wars and then he comes back and says well, if that's her viewpoint, you know, now it's going to translate into the movies. I was like, so she's going to have honor killings in her movies? <laughs> she's going to stop an honor killing in her in the movie? I don't understand. I like. I yeah, now, now, I don't know. And if you look John. at all the comments in that video, they're all from seven days ago or whatever. And they're making comments about Star Wars. And I'm like, you guys are idiots idiots wait till the movie comes out and then make a judgment asking star wars fans to be rational is like asking fire to not be hot i mean that's <laughs> it's just not going to happen yeah so so john you, you wrote an article about this uh over on geek it's over on geeknewsnow.net um, yeah. what, what, what is your take on all of this? My take is a lot of what Debbie just said. Um, the, the comment was from eight years ago. Oh my God, know, we agree on something. I was say, and, holy and, crap. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down to hell and see if it's, you know, they turn the air conditioner on. The devil's, over. devil's, uh, I just lent the devil my sweater. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, it was eight years ago and it was in regards to a film she won an award for that, focused on honor killings and also the um the process of of uh splashing acid in the face of of women who have dishonored their families i mean as as a husband and a father of a daughter I mean, if, I, if i watched that movie i think i'd be uncomfortable you you know um i don't think anyone would really watch that and be like yay uh so i mean it's taken out of context. 
Uh, it's one of those things where it's like a game of telephone. The clip got out, the internet went crazy, um, and they think it pertains to Star Wars, and and it, and it just doesn't. And um, I mean, she made another comment about how she likes to institute politics into her movies, but that that's every director today does that. So yes. I don't know. I, I George did that with Star Wars. Yeah. There. And there. one of my and one quote no one's pointing out that she's made is it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from, as long as you put a good story out there, the fans will enjoy it. And that's the attitude that I like. Uh, you know, if she goes into this with that attitude and tells a good story, then I'm 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 gonna be all for it because I can tell you right now, I don't like George Lucas's politics and I love Star Wars. I don't like Spielberg's politics. I don't like Sean Penn's politics. And uh, I think Sean Penn's a great actor. So, I mean, I don't I don't have to agree with you to appreciate what you do and appreciate appreciate the story. <coughs> Pardon me. Sounds like, John's, sounds like John's got a little bit of what can <laughs> Getting over a cough and appreciate the uh, story you're telling. And I think that that gets lost with social media because everyone is so quick to type the fastest comment and not stop and think about, uh, about the long run and what could possibly happen. Now, now what about the comment? She did make a comment during an interview about, uh, it's about time that a woman shapes the direction of the star Wars universe. Well, and, and I, I, well, I, I just, I looked at that and I'm like, okay, so Carrie Fisher was nothing. Kathleen Kennedy was nothing. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who directed numerous uh, episodes of The Mandalorian, and some of the really good ones too. All of that is Deborah nothing. Chow. Deborah, yeah, yeah. Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Well, um, it, go it goes even further than that if you include the writers. I, I forgot one writer. Uh, I, I, my, her name slips. Uh, it's in the article. Um, she wrote 30% of the dialogue for episode four. And then Lee Brackett, who sadly passed away from cancer before Empire Strikes Back was released, wrote the original script. And George Lucas and Lawrence Kasdan relied on her work to get the movie made. Uh, Mar Marsha Lucas won an Academy Award and, for editing. Marsha Lucas edited. Without Marsha Lucas, we wouldn't be here talking about the movie because yeah. she saved A New Hope. So I, I think she just got a little bit, I think she got a big head because she's the first female director and that in itself is an, is an accomplishment. I, she's, not, she's not the first female director because I, I like to consider all the ones that directed before her i mean even if it was the the shows she's the first female director of a motion picture well we'll i'll, I'll give her that she is yes the first female of director a feature of, film of, yeah. Of, yeah. A, of a film versus yeah. but she's not the first star wars female director i'm sorry that yeah no no i agree that goes elsewhere well i thought i think part of the reason too is the fact that uh english isn't her first language so what what she said and how we interpreted it might not exactly be, uh, uh, we might have missed the nuance of her statement. Now, I'm, Something lost in translation mm -hmm. then, sure, if and, you will. And, 
but 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 then also you also have to consider. I I had this conversation with you, uh, Ambrose. We uh well, we had this debate about it for for a little bit. There there's a difference, in my opinion at least, uh, between directing a fully original film and directing an episode of a show. You know what? When you direct an episode of a running show, you have certain constraints that you have to follow within the within this larger story that's being told whereas when you're directing an original film yeah you still have rules you have to follow you know like you know you have to make sure that this character you know acts in this way based on their story and whatever you have this, the rules of the force to follow but she's making her own story whereas the directors of the show they're directing episodes they're implanting their vision in those episodes but those episodes are part of a story that's not theirs right uh, okay with that being said though and here, here's where I think she might run into a little bit of trouble, and she might not. We won't know until production starts, and the movie's not due out until 2026, so we, we don't know. But coming from the world of documentary filmmaking, um, when, when you're a documentarian, you call your own shots, and you manage your budget, and, and you're, you're the head honcho. Is she going to be able to adapt to a world of filmmaking where you have accountants repeating your budget back to you and then you got production notes and then Filoni comes and talks to you, then Kennedy comes and talks to you, then Iger comes and talks to you, kind of like an episode of Office Space where it's like, didn't you get the memo? Um, uh, is she going to be able to adapt to, to that kind of environment? coming from a world where she's free to film and do what she wants to a world where she's pretty much confined and she's serving at the behest of the studio. Well, uh, I mean, that, uh, that, that, that has yet to be seen, but, but, but that, that is a very legitimately thought provoking question. Uh, and I, I, I could see it going both ways. I've seen filmmakers, I've seen filmmakers who have, you know, who, who came from directing music videos, you know, who, who would come in and direct great, great films. Uh, Chad Stahelski, he was a stuntman, you know, uh, in the Indiana Jones films. And he came in and he directed the John Wick films. Or not, yeah. not the Indiana Jones films, uh, The Matrix. Uh, yeah. yeah, he came I mean, in and directed. A chance, the, there's a chance for it to work out because, I mean, you know, Tim Burton did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And then next thing you know, he's, making Batman a box office powerhouse. Yeah. So, I so, mean, uh, it, the, you don't know, but yeah, I mean that the, there's that there's always that possibility, you know, to, to go against the grain, but I mean, I, I certainly have my, my reservations about her as a director. I mean, I, I wasn't a huge fan of, of Miss Marvel, uh, but, but did I think it was, did I think it was poorly directed? No, I didn't think it was poorly directed. I just wasn't really a fan of the story. Uh, but, then again, she doesn't really have a very strong filmography, so I don't have a whole lot to go on that I can base her directing prowess off of. And I, and I think that's what's going to... Well, I, I still hold hope for this. I, I don't want to say hope. It's a Star Wars film. I'm going to go see it. Whether and, I like it or not is yet to be determined. Like you said, Cam, I don't have anything that I can base it off of. I'll make my decision as I watch the movie. Will I go see it two or three or four times? On the theater, probably, because well, it's Star Wars. 
when you think about Cam, I hate not having as much to. I hate to go there, Cam, but can she really do worse than Ryan Johnson? Uh, there are lots yeah, of people who right. can do worse we're, than we're Ryan Johnson. Have to... <laughs> you ever heard of Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> okay. Okay. No fighting Cam. Everybody <laughs> loves Cam, and we like The Last Jedi. Go ahead, Andrew. I'm sorry. We, we, we've been sorry to cut you off, Andrew. No, it's all right. I get it. I was saying when we were th talking about not a whole lot to go off of her work, uh, like what Wells just said in the chat was George Lucas before Star Wars. You know, he made a school film, you know, and then American Graffiti and was lucky enough to have, what was his name? The producer who took a shot on him. Alan Ladd Jr. Now we're all here. Yes. You know, he saw something in George and now we're here talking you know, and so I I have, I guess you could say, uh, hope that, you know, I want her to do well. I don't want there to be a bad Star Wars movie. You know, I want there to be a good, good story, good Star Wars movie, something we can all enjoy. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, piggybacking off that, I would really like for her to just make a movie that just stops the fan division. Like, well, I that's. That that's that's like asking a miracle from God. That's it just that's that would that would take that that's like saying you want the Republicans and the Democrats to get along. It ain't gonna happen. They don't get that's, along. Oh, oh really? Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm keeping an open mind about it. I'm not making any judgment calls until I see, you know, until I see the movie. I mean, even even for me with a trailer, watching a trailer, I'm I usually don't make any judgment calls. Um, <laughs> if this was the director of Sharknado, I'd be worried. Until then, I'm stoked to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, a lot of people's main concerns is that is that she's going to be, you know, in m making quote unquote a feminist movie. You know, yeah. me woman, hear me roar, uh, and and. While I don't particularly have a real issue against that, obviously there are ways to take it too far. You know, you, you can make a feminist movie without having it be about feminism. So yeah, mm -hmm. so and without it shoving it down your throat. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I hate yeah. that. I'm a, I'm yeah. all I, I'm all for girl power. You know that I'm I think that's great. Um, what what I'm looking for in this movie is for her to face legitimate personal hardship and have to really work to overcome it. And, and well, granted, I mean, Ray faced some hardship in the sequel trilogy, but it wasn't anything that was particularly difficult for her to overcome. So that there, that there has to be that balance between making her drama, uh, between giving her drama, making it realistic, but not making it gratuitous. So, uh, and again, I don't know enough about Charmaine as a director, so hopefully, you know, she has the wherewithal to go into the story knowing that we want the fans to latch onto her character because, uh, you know, the sequel trilogies just hadn't done that for them yet. And I would like to point out how di different the times are because when, when Harry Potter, which which one was it? When Harry Potter and uh, it's the one Gary Oldman, the Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, when that came out, that director uh, went on a whole bunch of political tangents, and and it was like 
Warner was just like, for the love of God, shut up. And I think it culminated with him saying that like Voldemort was was representative of George W. Bush or something like that. And and like the guy was just he was just going off and off and off during the whole press tour. And the movie still earned seven hundred and thirty eight million dollars. And that's back in I want to say 2008, 2007. It was 04. Holy smokes. Band was 04? Yeah. Has it oh, been yeah, that that's long? a third yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and and so it goes to show because the movie wasn't bad. So she can say what she wants. She's entitled to say what she wants, and she can have her opinions. And she can, you know, put in the movie to represent whatever she wants, but don't let the message overtake the story and put a good product on screen. Be careful about that. Be careful about that. Say what you want, though, because look what happened to Gina Carano. She said what she wanted. She spoke her mind, and then they said, "We're just not going to renew our contract with you." So yeah, but she plays for the wrong team. Yeah, Whatever. nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Anyway, so um, as I said, I'm I'm I will go see this probably multiple times on the theaters just because. It's Star Wars, and mm-hmm. it's it's always nice. I hope they honestly. There's if there's one thing I hope is that they do not do a title crawl. I do not want a title crawl. I thought that was one of the biggest things that Rogue One and the Solo movie did that I really enjoyed was not having that way. It differentiates itself. It's not a. It's part of the Skywalker it's, saga. It's, it's part of the story, but it's not part yeah. of that particular story. So I would like to see it without a title crawl. I Don't look like at me like Palpatine, that. Baby. I would like for Palpatine <laughs> to not somehow return. <laughs> like, somehow somehow Kylo returned. returned. Somehow <laughs> yes. Kylo returned. No, there's not a chance of that happening. Uh, he'll be there as a force ghost. That'll be the uh, the Easter egg movie. <laughs> so, all right. All that being said. Everybody, all that being said, I'm going to say this. Everyone who's watching, everyone in the Star Wars universe who watches our show, everyone just keep an open mind. Keep a level head. Go check out John's article on geeknewsnow.net. There's some good insight into that and insight into the uh, stuff that was said, when it was said, how it was said, context, not context, um, things like that. That's another thing. You've got to look at it and say, okay, oh, I like to make men uncomfortable. Yeah, but oh, you like to make men uncomfortable. That's You just cut off you know, 66% of your audience. And it's like, well, what was the context of what she said that in? You've always got to look at context. So. What's, what's funny is that making men uncomfortable is literally what's happened so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Go yeah. into it. I'm with looking forward mind. to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it too. Like I said, just because it's Star Wars. We have not had a yeah. Star Wars film in theater for five five years now, almost five years. Almost We're five going years. Going on five years. for twenty six or twenty seven is is it? I mean, that's that's nothing compared. Uh, to... It was supposed to be twenty five. The strike pushed it back to twenty six. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's nothing compared to what the you dark know, times. The dark times, nineteen eighty three to nineteen ninety nine. Well, or. Uh, 
Okay, I don't know 1983 yeah, to 1997 when we got the special editions in the theaters. But yeah, sure. First time I saw Star Wars was on like a Hitachi television, like 27 inches, <laughs> and and one of those uh, VCRs <laughs> that had the tape that popped up out of the top, and you had to put the tape in the top, push it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's talk about the Ewoks. Everyone, keep an open mind. Be civil towards each other. Check out John's article. Let's have peace within our galaxy. And All if right. you're covering the Ewoks now, this is my cue to leave. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being on, John. <laughs> and I will see you guys next time. Later. Later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, John. So, oh, Caravan of Courage. I remember staying up late one Friday night in 1984 to watch this movie on a little 13-inch color TV with the knobs on. Debbie will know what I'm talking about. It had the, the knobs. You didn't have a remote. It was you, you flipped the channels, and there was like four stations. <laughs> you had CBS, NBC, ABC, and PBS. PBS, and that was it. And if the president was speaking, you lost everything because he was on every channel. No VCRs or TiVo or on My demand. My dad likes to nothing. say he was his parents' remote growing up. Yes, I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. James's station. Um, hey Travis, how are you? Travis, Avocoda is also on. Hey Avocoda, how are you? Um. So this was this was the time when it was Debbie. I just want to know because this is the first time you've seen this. Did you enjoy this? Was this better than the holiday special or worse? And just in your opinion, just just kind of. In fact, you know that's a that's a good question for everybody. Better than the holiday special or worse? Well, at least with the holiday special, I could drool over Harrison Ford. Um. <laughs> You know, at least it was familiar <laughs> characters that, what? you know, you, I can. Huh? I think he's laughing at my mug. My wife got me this mug. Look at look at my look. Hmm. Rule the galaxy. Look how big this thing is. Now, that's a <laughs> cup of coffee right wow. there. <laughs> like a gallon of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Debbie. So, yeah, at least, you know, we had the the characters we were familiar with and I could rule over Harrison. Uh, outside of Wicket, you know, that was the only character I knew. Uh, I, I did not like Mace. <laughs> what an asshole. He, kind, he, of track, kind of tracks with the other Mace. <laughs> He really and and watching it again, he really he has no um, he has no growth through the movie. He's really just kind of a, a whiny little kid. I don't want that old rock. It's just an old rock. Or uh, what was the other one that really got me? And I was like, it, it was like the third time he had done so. I don't want that. It's like that. And I'm like. Do you not realize what's happened the last two or three times before you said this? Don't you realize that there's a bigger something going on here that you don't even know about? You're killing me. 
and the thing is, you know, I mean, yeah, he he was whiny and he was worse than the people that were complaining about in uh, Hayden being whiny. <laughs> He's worse, worse than Hayden. Oh yeah, he was worse. Way and worse. Anakin had a purpose to be in whiny. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Who else? You know, whiny teenagers. But this guy. Mace was was just rude, and oh my god, the acting was just awful. Uh, the little girl was adorable. No, she wasn't. She was terrible she was too. Adorable. She was well, cute. I didn't say she could act. I just said she was adorable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that, see, that was and one of the lines she gave Mace. Do you ever think about mom and dad? Like mom and dad have been missing for a long time. You lost them a day ago. A day ago. <laughs> it's not like they've been gone for a year. Come on. I mean, honestly, I that, she kind of she, she kind of reminds me of like Macaulay Culkin. If maybe he got into drugs before he started acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the, thought of that the, uh, special effects, or I guess they weren't special effects. They were. Um, well, some of those, God, that sucked. The uh, the the gun was bad. The 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 dog the creature, creature. Yeah. The, the well, creature the, the dog creature. The dog creature that chased them and got them stuck in that tree. I was. <laughs> I hadn't seen this in a little while, and so I'm watching it today, and it's chasing after him, and it's just like it's like steady, steady, steady. Now the the background was moving. But the head wasn't moving. And it was just like, oh, this is just a puppet going across a... Oh, it was awful. It was horrible. Yeah, the, the spiders, you could see the fish string they were hanging from. I was like, oh, my God. It's just... Yeah. It and the spider just, webs, you could see the ropes. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the ropes that I'm, they're holding on. Oh. I was like, did they not have a budget at all? Or Not really. I mean, you got to think this is 1984... I, it was made for TV, right? It was a made for TV, yes. Okay. yes it, but still, it had a um from what I understand, uh, actually both of these movies were made for TV and um the I think both of them actually had a theatrical run, a small theatrical run in the UK. Um but other than that, that's Oh, that I'd have been pissed if I had to go to the theater to see that. Oh my <laughs> God. I went to see the Clone Wars in the theater. I want my money back. Shut up! Yeah, the, the, these uh, these parents who take their kids to see the new Star Wars movie, and they get Caravan of Courage. <laughs> the matte paintings were great. A lot of the puppets I remember, were fantastic. You must be talking about the second movie because I didn't. That's have the It's the second movie. Oh, okay, because I was like, hmm? <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. Next I, I was. Why why was Wicket and his family living in a hut by themselves on the ground? Because they could on not the they couldn't afford a tree house. I, I was like, know. where's the tree house things? I mean, that came later, but uh, that was one of my complaints. I was like, that, where's the village with all the trees? That was just the matte painting carried over from uh, Return of the Jedi. That was just that there wasn't anything to that. That was just uh here, we're gonna show it, and then this is what's going on. I mean, I was just disappointed. It was like a souvenir that they took off the set of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Quick, somebody get that matte painting. And even in the so-called forest that they were living in, 
it wasn't as lush and beautiful as Return of the Jedi. And I was just like, Lord. It's, a, it's amazing <laughs> how the forest moon of Endor looks so much like the forest in Southern California. Rather than in Northern <laughs> California. Literally shot in my backyard. And there were llamas in the background. And, and chickens. Travis says that too. The chickens and, and the I, goats. Yeah. Was the horse actually a horse or were they trying yes. to make it into something? No, it was actually a horse. Because uh, he even uh, said, he even said, which horse is mine? Which horse am I riding? No, no, yeah. you I don't yeah, want to I don't want to ride up there. That's for little kids. I'll walk. <laughs> hey, dude. You go for it. Like I said, I, there's the you know, when they finally decided to go on their caravan of courage. Uh yeah, I I uh sped through that you know fast forwarded um and then those the little the tinkerbell firefly things uh the uh, uh the the wispies the wispies wispies yeah and i was like well you had know. to have something that a mace demented looking tinkerbell is what it was uh, you had to have something that mace could get so that he could send it off after the uh the gorak to uh at the end to uh now the Gorak didn't look too bad. I think no, the they Gorak spent all good. their budget on the Gorak. Yeah. <laughs> and he was only on screen for what? Five minutes? If even that. Yeah. I I, I don't know what it was. If it was. I'm going to agree with you a little bit, Travis, because the. No, no, you're going to need your axe. Get up. You can't die. No, we need you. I was like, oh, my God, this is bad. No, yeah. don't give me your axe. Yeah, yeah so a, those are my thoughts. I mean, <laughs> I, I, honestly, my my favorite line in the entire movie is when Mace goes, "Stupid rock," <laughs> and he throws it on the ground. <laughs> I just, no, what, what made it even worse was that they were—he was up in the treehouse. He said, "Stupid rock," and he puts it in his pocket, and then he slides down the rope. He pulls it out of his pocket and says stupid rock and then throws it on the ground I'm like why didn't you just check it from oh, the man. from the treehouse <laughs> yeah he he was probably the one character i i wanted to bitch slap so bad i'll wait till the next movie you'll wait love it through the screen oh, yeah. and just wait wait till the next movie he's in the next movie so you'll love it well, you know he's not i've got a younger cousin that's around his age and he reminded me of my younger cousin. And I was just like, mm. like, when you're older, you'll understand kind of thing. You know, well, my I'm question not quite is, yet, but. now, this it came out in what, 84? Is that when it came out? I think so, yeah. Which is probably why I, I didn't even know it was on, because I was probably getting ready to get married, because I got married in 85. So I was dating and engaged and whatever you're doing so all those I, girly things yeah doing all those girly things but, <laughs> but i'm like did this do so well that they decided to do the second one i think um because it if, kids if, really like this because even think, the ewoks it, weren't uh they weren't up to par with like the a, return of the jedi ones no they really weren't um I think it appealed to kids just because you your two main characters were kids. 
versus, you know, George Lucas has said from the beginning, Star Wars was made for kids. And this is one of those things to where I think it was, uh, we have a hot marketing uh, tool. We've got something that's selling toys in the Ewoks. What? Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, I cannot oh believe you said that, God. Travis. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Just wait, Travis. That's next week. We're doing Battle of Endor next week. We're gonna make we're gonna make Debbie watch that one too. And I I, I, I I'm gonna like disagree the, with you, but you know the rewatchability whatever. though, it's close as far as like yeah. Yeah, I was on Disney Plus and looking for this movie and I also noticed there was something called The Faithful Wookiee. Is that a movie too? Mm -hmm. Or is that like a short? It's or? from the holiday special. It's that Boba Fett animated. It's short. Yeah, it's the animated from, okay. yeah. Yeah. All right. I just didn't recognize it. So I was like, oh, is that something I missed? You can too? watch it. It's it's the cartoon. It's the introduction right. of Boba Fett. So. Okay. It's only like, what? 10, 10 minutes, Seven minutes. 15. Yeah, 10. Is, it, is that that short? Okay, well, there you go. Uh, uh, oh. Well, it might be 10 minutes. That's more know. tolerable than the one hour and plus minutes that this movie was. <laughs> well, hey, I got news for you. This thing took two hours to watch on network TV because you got commercials in there. Oh, I can remember Lord. when I first watched uh, this. It was... Uh, what? Primetime Emmy. Wow. Well, look Are at that. Sure it was the only it? thing nominated. It was the only thing nominated. <laughs> so by default. <laughs> Got it by default. <laughs> I don't remember the 80s being that bad that that would win a primetime Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for TV. Might have been like for TV movies or something. No, no. There's some good TV movies in back in the 80s. <laughs> Yeah. The boy in the plastic bubble with John Travolta's. I like that movie. Yeah. Special effects. Oh, it won for special effects. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh man. What the holy hell? <laughs> what is John, happening, you should, John? You should come on this. Oh man. Are we living in a different reality? I guess I don't remember the '80s being. <laughs> of course, I was doing a lot of bar hopping back then too. So, <laughs> what was I doing in the eighties? Hmm. Um, your your parents were probably growing up. That's what happened in the eighties. Yeah. So, I, I I just remember being able this when this would come on TV. It it did run. This wasn't like the holiday special where it was like a it ran once and then they said, oh my gosh, this is horrible. We're not going to do this ever again because it did come on every once in a while. You had to, when the TV guide came in the mail, you had to flip through it and find out when it came on. Then you had to like write it on a calendar or something saying, I need to be home at this time, at this time so that I can watch the Ewok movie. And then you had to make sure that you had your antenna on just right so that you could catch that channel. Otherwise, it's just going to be fuzzy. But uh, unless you had only one TV and your father. <laughs> no, see, see, here's the thing with that though: was my dad was a my dad was a Star Wars fan. That's where I get it from. So yeah, dad was all about every time it came on. Yeah, we're going to watch it. 
So well, I wasn't living with my dad at that time, so I guess I can't say that. But I, I know for other shows that I wanted to watch, you know, if if it was Monday night football night, forget about it. If the if the Bears were on, if the Packers were on, if the Cubbies were on, forget about it. What? In the 80s, my uncle was pissing off my mom in the grocery store, so she took his Ninja Turtle action figure, shoved it in a jar of peanut butter, and then put it back on the shelf. Wow. Buy a jar of butter. Going, I can't wait to have this sandwich go. Oh, what's this? <laughs> oh, free Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Bonus. All right. I thought this All was right, just guys, a cereal. I gotta get off. Peanut butter I'm now. Sorry. All right, Cam. You be good. Be get I'll get be better. Feel better, Cam. Cam. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Have get to feeling good. better. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's it. This was one of those ones where I, I kind of watched it again, and I was like, I remember liking this as a kid, and it it's it, it's not. To me, it, it's not bad. I would rewatch this one like all the time, honestly, because it is, while it is bad, to me, it's not, um, it's not holiday special bad to where it's just like, you're like, oh my God, just stop. You're just, you're killing me. To me, this is one of those, like a Sharknado movie where it's so bad that it's actually yeah. kind of funny. So it's, it's funny to watch because you're just like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Somebody smack that kid, please. Well, I, I think this would go under my list or added to my list of, like, you know, resistance. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm yeah, not going to go that far. Really I, I, I enjoy these movies. When, in fact, I, um, yeah. back in and this is this. This would have been probably like the mid '90s, maybe. I remember going that we had this store called uh, Suncoast Suncoast Mo Motion Picture Company, and they sold like DVD or not DVDs. I'm sorry, they sold VHS tapes and movie memorabilia, and you know, like hats and T-shirts, and you know, it was just kind of a a movie store, and it was at the mall. And so we would go, I would go there, and they always had a big Star Wars section, so they had like Star Wars shirts. The special editions had just come out. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, not the special editions. The uh, the 1995 THX remastered editions um, had just come out on VHS, so they had a big, not a big, they had a Star Wars section. So I had this had some shirts and some hats, and you know, just dumb little things. But I went in there once, and I found the two Ewok movies on VHS, and I was all kinds of excited because the only way that I had ever seen these post having seen them in the 80s was um every once in a while they would come on the disney channel and the disney channel back then wasn't uh i mean there wasn't like a hundred thousand disney channels there that there aren't today there was like disney channel was like a premium pay uh cable channel kind of like hbo yeah it was kind of like hbo or cinemax or showtime or whatever so to get Disney was a was a big thing. And then you could see, again, we didn't have DVRs, but we did have VHS, so you could record it if it came on Disney and you happened to catch it on Disney. So, uh, But I had never seen, I think I had a recording, like a, just a VHS recording of the two movies back-to-back -back on the same tape, just taken off of TV. 
but these were like in the nice boxes and everything. I was like, oh, I had, I gotta have these. And then, yes, as you said, Travis, I got these movies on the DVD double feature. Double-sided. Very excited, but very disappointed. <laughs> yes, I, I have that DVD. I wish I could copy. say money well spent. But... I, I have that DVD as well. Oh, these man. are, in fact, my, my brother, Jonathan, these are for some reason, I think he does this just to annoy me, but these are his favorite Star Wars movies. This is like, if you want to watch Star Wars? Yeah, let's watch the Ewok movies. I think, I honestly think he does it just to poke the bear, if you will. <laughs> we should get him on next week and, and ask him why. <laughs> oh, he's 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 big DC guy too. So Superman Superman is ev everything that's like the best of the best. Anyway, all that aside, it's uh promo copy for the battle for Endor from Blockbuster. Somewhere in the garage. Wow. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, even still, we sit here and talk about the VHS tapes and the DVDs and everything, and all of this stuff's on Disney Plus. So it's like, eh, why do I need it? But there's a big collector's market for that stuff. For oh, the yeah. VHS tapes and the and the DVDs and all that other stuff. I mean, there's there's people out there that are paying a Paying a lot for the Star Wars on VHS, the Star, all the Star Wars movies, not just the, not just the the Ewok, all of them, and that would really be just like the original trilogy. But still, there's, there's that it's there's a market out there. People buy it. <laughs> if you look at the cover of the Battle for Endor, it has some Rob Lowe looking. Badass man who appears nowhere in the movie. I'm going to have to go look at that because I don't recall ever seeing that. Huh. Well, that's disappointing because Rob Lowe's good looking. <laughs> and he's not. He just said he was, he was Rob Lowe looking. He wasn't I Rob know, Lowe. I know, but I'm just so. saying Rob Lowe. <laughs> okay. Is see he on the harem? No. I, I have was, to trim down my harem. That. <laughs> you have to trim it down. You know how many I have on my harem? A lot. I was making a list and I was like, there's no way I can redo a picture and get all these guys in there. <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a bunch of little tiny pictures. It would. It'd be all pixelated <laughs> and everything. So, okay. So. Well, I can remember the first time I watched these movies. I was, uh, I was looking at the Star Wars catalog on Disney Plus and I saw the vintage section i went oh there's ewok movies that's cool <laughs> and you know i started watching this and i went uh man what am i doing but then i it was it was like david said it was so it was kind of like it was so bad that i got a certain length into the movie and i was like well i gotta finish because i've already committed this much time might as well finish it uh and what was for me 10 go ahead I was just going to say in like 10 minutes of the movie felt like 30 minutes in real life. I kept checking the time like, Oh man. Oh, I did that like three times. I was like, Oh my God, I still have 50 yeah. minutes left. <laughs> and that's when I started. <laughs> I'm like, <fast-forwarding. laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we was, go. 
Here we go. Here I, I found I found the uh, the picture with our Roblo looking uh, Is there guy. Any way to enlarge that because I can't tell. I yeah I I'm I'm blind as a bat so I can't. Yeah yeah I'm trying to find a better. Yeah, yeah. Is he talking about Mace on the front? Or is there... No, uh, it's not Mace. Oh, I thought he returns for the second one. Oh, he does. He does. I just meant if that's who he was talking about for the Rob Lowe. Let me oh. let me see if I can find a, a closer up image for it. Hang on a second. Is he still annoying in the second one? Uh, not as. I don't think he's as much, but he's definitely. <laughs> sure. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well what was really I'm, just, I'm saying that Debbie so you can watch it <clears throat> and then you'll go Urgh. what was really disappointing was the music yeah there was only you, you only heard the what I call the Ewok theme once or twice but everything else it was just like this does not feel like Star Wars because for me a lot of Star Wars is the music. Yeah. Because it, it pulls you in, it gets you involved and emotional. And this did not. I don't know who did the music for it, but they sucked. I, I think too, and, and this one did not have and really it did not have um what do you call it? Uh it did not have the the opening uh long time ago in a galaxy far far away mm. so that Did that George kind of Lucas greenlight this movie or it's a Lucas <laughs> oh, that's right yeah <laughs> yeah he was producer and it was a Lucasfilm production yeah like I don't oh, know how man. that got greenlit but yeah I don't they, maybe I mean I wouldn't have minded it all. but they just went about it the wrong way it did not have the execution was pretty yeah. Here we go. There we go. Ooh, he does look like Roblo. And he's not in the movie at all? That's not at all. The not at all. On the cover. Why, well, I'm going to sue for fake advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they don't well, even have Mace on the cover then. Yeah. But you got, like, look at this. Look at this little guy right too. here. And see the little lizard down there? The Blurg? Yeah. The Blurg. Is that what it is, a blurg? That sounds like a sound you make when you like burp or something like blurp. Like <laughs> I, I I honestly have you know who that is? Okay, Travis. Oh, it's not. Okay. I was gonna say that might be her dad. But he Travis says it's not her dad. Because he isn't dressed like that and is much older than the guy on the poster. It's like the needed to fake characters to sell an unsellable movie. <laughs> I think it's funny that Mace isn't even on the cover and he's like a main character. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed that was Mace. <laughs> just, just wait till you watch the movie. I'm not going to give anything away. You go watch the movie and then you're going to be like, oh, that's why Mace wasn't on the cover. All right. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Did he get killed off? Somebody yeah. got annoyed with him and killed him off? No, I almost spoiled, so I'm not going to say anything. Because I have seen the second one already. So, But, yeah. um, 
I guess I'll yeah. have to myself this weekend. <laughs> we might not even have Debbie next week. She might be busy next week. She might be like, no, I, I couldn't watch it. Y'all just go without me. No, I'll watch it. I got I'll, caught up at I'll work. Watch, Sorry. I'll, I'll watch it because it is Star Wars. I'm watching Reacher. Yeah, it's uh, it's the second one is is one of those ones to where again. <laughs> oh, Travis, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue with him. He's right. <laughs> oh Lord! And of course, you got Wilford Brimley in there talking about his oatmeal and diabetes. <laughs> Yeah, Wilford, the, 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 the hero guy who's supposed to be, who's standing right here, that's not supposed to be Rob Lowe. It's Wilford Brimley. In his very younger days. <laughs> no, he was Probably still old. 100 pounds lighter. 200 you got to think, this is this is Wilford Brimley of 1985. Five? Six, seven. Is it five? Oh. I don't know. I is it 90? Was just... Wasn't he in Cocoon? Cocoon. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking about. Debbie, you're reading oh. my mind again, and it's frightening. <laughs> hey, great minds think alike. What can I say? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> and the it Wilford. was weird that they had to have a narr narrator. Yeah, against yeah. Pearl Ives, yeah. but I, was I just, just like, kept waiting for him to yeah. sing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of like those like screen readers, like they're walking down the field past it was, the rock. It, like, it was I like uh, it was like watching a nature documentary, really. And here, yeah. the the male penguin strolls down to the female penguin. They will mate tonight <laughs> if he is lucky. Walk in its wild habitat. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I see that. Thank you. I, I didn't mind it when the movie began because I was like, okay, so you know, he's setting up the scene. Da, 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 da. But then, you know, every once in a while he'd pop in and I'm like, why? Why are you popping in? Because <laughs> the children because are searching for their parents. They didn't <laughs> they did not want to make the same mistake that they made. This is my theory. They did not want to make the same mistake that they made with the holiday special where you had an hour and a half of Wookiees yelling and yelling at each other and nobody knowing what the crap they're talking about. So here you have Ewoks that are griping at each other that you don't, you don't really know what they're talking about. So you get Burl Ives in there to say they are arguing with each other because one says they should go and the other says they should stay. No, he didn't do that. I guess so that just, was to, before, just to uh... fill in the, uh, fill in the, the, the gap of the, uh, that the language they didn't barrier. Have the, uh, they didn't have the budget to add the subtitles that appear for like language and stuff. Or that might not have been a thing back then, I guess. Just wait till the next movie. Wicket's yeah. Wicket knows English. Just flat out knows English. Well, that threw me off too because they were kind of, you know, they're kind of introducing that in this movie. And I was like, Stop, Cruiser. We help you. Yes, there, there were. <laughs> and, and a lot of people have said, because um, I think back a long time ago, that it was said that these movies, when these movies were canon, these movies were set in between Empire and Jedi. So these movies happened before the events of Return of the Jedi. Oh, really? Which 
honestly, it I don't see I that. I did not see that happening between this and Return of the Jedi, showing him smack himself in the head with a rock later. <laughs> my, my thought is, Travis, on that, um, is that the is that Mason Sindel and their family didn't speak English like Princess Leia. They just had it translated for the sake of us. They they spoke it for us for our sakes, but they that particular group of people didn't speak English, and therefore when Princess Leia comes and is talking to him, he has no clue what she's talking about. That's just my theory. Well, I just assume this took place after Jedi. After Jedi? If this mm -hmm. took place after Jedi, why would they have been so... I mean, they, they had no clue as to what humans were look like, which, again, that's the same problem you run into in Return of the Jedi, because what's the first thing they do when they catch these people? They try to eat them. Did Look they try to eat Sindel and Mace? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good right there. Uh, well, I kind of thought that's what they were going to do to the boy because, you know, they carried him in. I was like, oh. <laughs> they got him strapped to the table. Put him on the fire. Yeah, they're going to yeah. do what they try to do to Han and Luke, you know. <laughs> That was another good. That was another great line of his. I just his his lines were just hilarious, and especially I don't know if it was because of the way they were written, the way he delivered them. I, I don't know. They just, but the when Sindel got better, and he goes, "As soon as I get my blaster, you and me, we're out of here." Um, <laughs> why do you not have your blaster? Who wrote this? Do we know who wrote this? Who who, who wrote and the it, script? The dialogue it was gives a me a three-year-old with a so crayon weird. wrote this. Oh my god! Maybe it was maybe it was like a they were given an intern a chance. You know? Yeah. Here. If I wrote a Star Wars movie, it would be. Hey, let's, yeah, exactly. hey look, somebody sent in some fan fiction. Let's try. Let's <laughs> oh, see what happens. oh my God, some of the fan fiction's better than this. <laughs> yeah, a lot is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. There's quite a bit out there that, yeah. Speaking of which, did you guys watch the. Uh, it's by Hello. Well, his handle on. Oh, Hello YouTube. There Animation. The Yeah, the, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Or. Um, oh, the uh, the uh, yeah, Revenge the of the Wars Sith style. in the Clone Wars animation. Yeah, yeah. thank you. My brain. Had oh a man, that that was good. I I really liked it that. It was. It was really good. I mean, he changed yeah. things here and there, but it didn't. Yeah, take away from anything. But yeah, yeah, that was great. Apparently, it was like four years in the making. I didn't realize that until after I watched it. It's probably just him doing it. God. Yeah, and probably doing like it on his voices. Yeah. yeah, well, that he got well, like the voices. Well, worth the wait and the time that it took to do that. So, yeah. kudos to him. Awesome. Well, do you see Travis's comment? Which about one? The, the the last one he oh, made. I call I these the these... I don't caravan of Borage and the battle of for Enbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Oh Lord. The uh uh somebody else made a comment up here and I don't I just I don't know. But hey, if you're watching and you like these movies, oh it was you, can, you know that's that's fine. It was uh John he said something about um 
I wanted to bring this up. Let me find the comment. Um, yes. Here. I hate that they call it the Caravan of Courage. I remember it as the Ewok Adventure only. Now, in the original, when it first aired on TV, it was called the Ewok Adventure. And then underneath, the Ewok Adventure slash or underscore the Caravan of Courage. But we, you always just called it the Ewok Adventure because it's like calling A New Hope Star Wars. It was like for us older people, oh, we had we watched the three movies. Which three? Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. You, you know, it was just Star Wars. That's what it was. Um, so yes, it was always just the Ewok Adventure. Now to differentiate it with the Battle for Endor, we have to call it the caravan of courage instead of the Ewok adventure part two, we, or we can call it the battle for Endor and caravan of, or yeah, caravan of courage, which whatever, whatever. <laughs> as bad as these are, I wouldn't mind at all. If we saw these characters revisited, an adult version of Sindel going back to Endor. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be what, like uh, the 40, 40 something by now? Yeah, I think she's a teacher because I looked it up because I was like, you know, I haven't seen these kids in anything else. She so did I like kinda... three things, two or three things. And then, and yeah, she did. Now, he, went on to, he went on to write some books and produced or something in rock and roll i don't know I, I he was in a few more movies but i was just like how <laughs> they weren't good movies maybe yeah. he had some yeah. acting classes <laughs> yeah they're like we want you <laughs> because andy griffith is awesome that's why well, you had to say that so that Dave and I could relate to it. <laughs> we knew what you were talking about. That's why. I think she is, too. In fact, I think that was the only movie she did, too. Or one of the only movies. I think she did, like, one or two. Yeah. Well, she was, like, a thousand times better than this girl. <laughs> In fact, I think she that... She didn't say much in the movie, but... That girl uh, that, girl that played... Uh, yeah, yeah. She was in... Um, Mrs. Doubtfire and Matilda and mm -hmm. I oh, think she's right. I think she gave up. Uh oh. Oh, did we lose? Oh my gosh. Mom, stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, don't be blaming on mama. <laughs> oh poor Lucas. We're, so. we're sorry, Mrs. Haley. We didn't mean to keep him up so late. I know he's got school tomorrow. He's got to do his paper out in the morning. <laughs> I do have a paper. That is true. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, the boy anyway, from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory didn't he just do that? And then he's he a he's like a, a vet. I think he's a vet. vet. Yeah. 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 My mom picked up the downstairs phone. <laughs> <laughs> John, that's funny because I know what that means. Mm. <laughs> Mom, no! <laughs> did you guys ever have party lines? Because we did. <laughs> Where your phone, you, you had your own phone number, 
but the telephone lines could be like everybody on your side of the street. Right. So I could pick up the phone and hear the old lady bitching about something that happened earlier in the day. <laughs> and that, so I could make a phone call. So I'd have to hang up and wait for her to get off. I'd have to keep checking every once in a while. And she'd get, get off the line. I was like, well, you've been on here for an hour, lady. Get off. <laughs> Clear the line. One thing that one thing my grandma would do to my mom when she was like in high school, still living at home, if my mom was talking on the phone too late, she would go and like unplug like the phone line, like a little bit to where it still looked plugged in, but it wasn't. So the, <laughs> my mom couldn't make phone calls. So the call would go away. And I was like, oh, that would probably annoy me. So, oh, the old good old days. <laughs> Just or the idea of like a that. pissed off Roblo looking smuggler crashing on the planet and having to rescue the kids, blowing away the villains without remorse sounds light years better. Roblo would be a way better actor. So, well, it, yeah. it wouldn't even have to be a Roblo looking person because Roblo was like super hot back in the 80s. He probably would have made that film. Yeah. Because all the teeny boppers would have watched it. <laughs> yeah, but then you would have had to have you would have had to put Emilio Estevez and Demi Moore and um, who else was in that brat pack? It was Emilio mm. and uh, I think Tom Cruise was in there. I don't know. There was like four or five of them. Kiefer might have been in there. Yeah, maybe. Damn. But I like those movies, so. <laughs> yeah. Watch The Outsiders. That had like everybody in it. Everybody except Kevin Bacon. I have so, heard of that. I just haven't seen it yet. Go watch it. It's it really has Tom good. Cruise in it, right? Yeah, it does, yeah, but so he's not like in that. it very much. Oh. He's not, he's, <laughs> not like he's, he's not front and center. He's He has like maybe three lines in the whole movie. He's just, he's there, for, he, eye, he's there for eye candy. I think that was one of yeah. his. Well, he just earlier... did that deal with Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with that? Is he not going to make movies for <sighs> Paramount anymore? Does that mean no more Mission Impossible well, movies? Because that'll I piss think me it's... off. No, I, I don't think that. I think it's like for the year. I think it's for the year. Like he'll work on like franchise movies and then new movies. I think is what it was. I don't. Because originally he was supposed to be. Oh wait, no, that was Universal. Never mind. I was thinking of the MonsterVerse that Universal yeah. was going to do. And oh, they, tried, yeah. they tried to reboot. Mm. They shouldn't yeah. have started with the Mummy. They should have started with something else. They shouldn't have used Tom Cruise, but that's just me. What weren't there two movies that they did in that? It was the Mummy and uh... I think that was it. It should have oh, brought okay. Brendan Fraser could... back. Yeah. yeah, no, the, yeah. the the mummy bombed hard, so it was they were like, uh, probably better step back from this. <laughs> they didn't take they didn't they didn't do like Disney to where it was like, okay, this one bombed, so let's try it again with something else. And well, that's why I yeah. said they should have started with something else because everybody loves Brandon Fraser's mummy. So they should have started with one or two different other movies with you know Dracula or Frankenstein or whatever they're werewolf whatever they were gonna use for that dark universe and then work in that version of the mummy i think it might have went a, l a little bit better but 
Yeah, I think when when it when people heard the mummy as the first in that dark universe coming out, I think that pissed people off because they were like, Why are you rebooting the mummy? Brandon Fraser is the best and blah blah blah. That's what I was thinking of. That Dracula untold. Dracula untold. Yeah. I don't even think of Evans. That. Oh, really? Who's in that? Yeah. I've never Luke even Evans. heard of it. Play Dracula. I haven't seen it, but I, I've heard of it. I'm so. gonna have to look for it. <laughs> Dracula better <laughs> left than told. <laughs> Probably true. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't good because I like vampire movies. Dracula like Dead it. and Loving It was the best one. It's Mel Brooks. Oh. Mel Brooks, There's Leslie ne- Leslie Nielsen, and yeah. uh, Harvey Corman and. Mel Brooks, of course. Hilarious. I didn't realize he was 97 until uh who Mel Brooks? Yeah, with oh. like the, the Emmys. Forever. Yeah, yeah, I mean his his first movie was The Producers, and I think that was 1971. So mm. he's been, I knew he was old, I just didn't realize that old. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty old. One, oh, it may have even been in the sixties. It may—I I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Zero Mostel and Gene Wilder. If you haven't seen it, go see it because it's quite possibly one. Might be one of his. It's not his funniest movie, but it is. It's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Yes, Lost Boys and the original Fright Night. Yeah, I have to agree. I've never heard of the other ones. Once Bitten. Was that that one with Jim Carrey? No, that was... uh, Wait, was that Brandon? Brandon Fraser. Oh, that might have been Brandon Fraser. Yeah, I'm thinking you're right. There was one with Jim Carrey, too, but I don't remember exactly. I think so. I'd have to go look. Hmm. Check IMDb. Well, that'll confirm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Lost the... Boys is classic. I love that movie. I've okay. never seen it. I watch it at least. Well, I usually watch it around Halloween. So it's one of my Halloween movies I watch. Kiefer Sullivan. Great. Corey Haim. Corey Feldman. Alex Winter. Good movie. Yeah. Once bitten. Oh, it was Carrie. Really? Oh, I was right. Hey, what movie am I talking about? Oh, oh, you're talking about that one with the uh, where the he's uh, gosh, what was it? He's trying to make a deal with the devil to win the girl. Oh, bedazzled, bedazzled. Yeah, <laughs> Travis or bedazzled oh, or something like that. <laughs> I. I could see that actually being an episode. I didn't know either of those people. All right. <laughs> we're, we're just over an hour. So, Debbie, shameless plugs. What do we got tonight? I don't know. Um, probably Geek Gauntlet on Saturday. I don't know. Do you have anything for Hobby Hut? 
Uh, I can't answer that. I usually just send my stuff to Kat and she puts it up. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Monday, uh, it'll be us again. Uh, MCU Monday. First episode, talking about the first episode of Echo. And uh, articles on geeknewsnow.net. And then all of um, your podcast platforms i was actually which i think i remembered to put at the bottom here (laughs) we're everywhere just look up geek news now not gnn geek news now (laughs) look at travis (laughs) (laughs) an hour of this review is 30 seconds of this movie except except we can laugh at our reviews so uh I will say this, and it's actually kind of funny because um, War of the Stars, which is one of our podcasts, they posted a podcast. They posted a a thing uh, yesterday, I believe. They posted a thing, and guess what? They did a review of the Caravan of Courage. So, And the only reason that I know that is because Sam had his iPad up, and he was looking at it, and he said, Daddy, look. And I was like, what? He goes, look at this. It's a Star Wars show. And I was like, what? And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that's War of the Stars. Oh, review of the Caravan of Courage. Now I got to go listen to it. So just to see if they can. Both of us and make a comparison. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that. I think we spent more time not talking about this movie than we actually talked about it. I think it was mostly my opinion of this movie. <laughs> Since I was the only one who hadn't seen it. Uh, uh, Andrew, anything? Shameless plugs? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll be here for Monday for MCU Monday, talking Echo, um, which I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to. And then socials, it's at AndrewHaleo5. Cool. We are we are talking Echo on Monday. I'm I'm gonna binge watch the whole thing this weekend, and then I'm gonna just go back and watch the first episode because we're only talking about the first episode. But I kind of want to see the whole thing just because I'm looking forward to this, and I know we've been talking, and it's apparently not as good as I'm hoping it's gonna be. But I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, the still first three episodes. There there was parts I. I liked there's yeah there's stuff they do really well there's like a couple things that are i do like about this show and then the rest i'm kind of like and i heard there's a post-credit scene on the last one the last episode is that true okay yes i'll be sure okay enough said we'll talk about that monday yeah anyway that's going to be it for us tonight. Don't forget to go to all your socials, hit the like and subscribe button, and mash that bell for notifications so you know when we do go live. We will see you all next week right here in the cantina. Y'all have a great week, and may the force be with you all. Put me down! Father! That was pretty wizard, wasn't it, son? What? I'm bringing it back!